Hey everyone, welcome back to Tech Talk. I'm Julia Beauchamp. I am here with PC World's Mike Simon. Hello. We have been talking so much about how 5G would not happen in 2019, but now it's almost 2020. So let's talk 5G in 2020. If it'll happen, when it'll happen, stick around. Thank you, Mike, as always, for coming in. I appreciate it. I feel like you and I and Ken, too, have beaten the 5G in 2019 topic to death, practically. Probably, yeah. And that we are not getting it. And we're nearing the end of 2019. We do not see really any sort of meaningful 5G rollout, except in a few few select cities. Yeah, very targeted, very limited. So, Which is what we expected. Of course. So now it's almost 2020. It's November. It's coming up. And that's supposed to be the year of 5G, 5G phones, 5G modems in phones Mm -hmm. mostly, and carriers really having widespread 5G rollout. What is your prediction? Do you think that we're going to get widespread 5G in 2020, only in some cities? Well, on December 6th, which is not 2020, 2019, a couple couple weeks away, T-Mobile will allegedly push a button that operates its 600 uh, megahertz signal mm-hmm. and brings 5G nationwide. Right. Well, there's a lot of caveats there. We don't know how fast it's going to be. We don't know how many people are going to actually be able to use it at once. All There's a whole bunch of questions, but it's the first legitimate nationwide rollout mm-hmm. that's T-Mobile says will reach or has the potential to reach 200 million people. I mean, that's the country. That's a, right. that, that's a lot of the country. Yeah. Now, the maximum speeds aren't the gig, two gig that we see with millimeter wave that Verizon's doing or even the promise of 5G, but it's still 10 times or so faster than 4G. So you're still getting a benefit. Yeah, oh, There's, absolutely. It's still certainly faster. Way faster. I mean, I think uh, T-Mobile estimated 400 uh, um, megabits per second. Which, wow. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not a gig. Mm-hmm. It's not two gigs. But it's way faster than what we're used to. And it'll be something that's noticeable yes. when you actually try it. If you have a phone net. If, <laughs> if you... <laughs> the 17 people in the country who have one. <laughs> that's, I think, also another interesting thing to consider is that you can talk about 5G all day long. You can talk about the speeds of 5G mm-hmm. all day long. But you can't actually take advantage of them unless, of course, you have yeah, something which that's 5G enabled. In 2020, that's, that will absolutely change in a big way. Uh, Qualcomm's coming out with a integrated... LT 5G modem, mm-hmm. which it's a lot of technical stuff, but the way it works now is it's a separate part to the chip. It's okay. only 5G, so you also have to have a 4G modem. It takes up space. That's why these phones are so big. Huge, right? They need bigger battery because the modem uses more power, mm-hmm. and um, in the space just to fit it inside the phone. Like Things need to be bigger, and they're more expensive, and blah, blah, blah. This new integrated modem will be able to be integrated with... Uh, lower end chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple is allegedly going to use it as well because it's 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 you know it's integrated. In Apple's going to use the Qualcomm chip. Yeah. Uh, well, they already announced that Intel's out the window. Because, but then Apple didn't Apple buy Intel's. They did, business? but that's not going to come to fruition for a little while. Okay. Okay. So they have, I think it's a five year license with Qualcomm. Gotcha. Most likely, that's going to be the lion's share of that is for the five G modem. Right, right. And listen, five right. G uh, Qualcomm that. makes the best modems in the business. There's a reason why Intel just said forget this because they're good. Mm-hmm. They're really good. But the X fifty modem, which is in which is in five G phones now, it's it's a first gen, and it feels like first gen. Sure. You know, it's it doesn't switch as quick, and it's less efficient, and it's clunky, and there's a lot of things. It was just, the X fifty five, the second gen, is a yeah. big big step toward what we're used to 
with uh, 4G. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have one of the, if you have a 5G enabled phone yes. with one of these X55 chips, X50. but you you're talking about the ones now? No, in the oh, future. Oh, okay, yep. So, and you have a phone that's, you know, 5G enabled with an X55 yes. chip, but let's say your area doesn't have 5G it yet. It just defaults to 4G. Gotcha. And that's the benefit of the integrated modem is that mm-hmm. it'll go back and forth without much of a, of a problem. The X50, right. there's, you know, there's some lag and, you know, it has to pick up the right signal, all these other things. The, this integrated modem, just like now, every now and again, you see 3G. If you're in, if you're <laughs> yes, in a, like a, like a, a, a place where every so often, like, whoa, yeah. that's how it'll work. Like, most yeah. of the time it'll be 4G and if, it, if you pick up 5G, it'll just automatically seamlessly switch over, which, again, it does now. Right. But it, it'll be that much quicker, that much more efficient, that much less battery taxing. Gotcha. So... Just because, though, 5G is available in your city doesn't necessarily mean that you'll have access to it, does it? So, like, let's say, for example, Verizon is sort of leading the way on yeah. 5G deployment. Yes, kind of. <laughs> kind of. They're, they're leading the way, but they're doing the hard part first. Gotcha. Yeah, they're, so they're they're implementing what's called millimeter wave, which mm-hmm. is the like the Cadillac of 5G, we'll call it. Okay. And it's, it's super fast, and it's super... Um, targeted so like you they, they literally have to build out uh, little towers they bring into yeah. these cities and they put them on poles and they beam this 5g super fast 5g signal to your phone the problem with millimeter wave is that it doesn't penetrate walls it has a hard time mm-hmm. going through thick glass it has a hard time going through people mm-hmm. and it you know even like weather issues affected oh sure yeah so there's so so in in addition to the towers then they had to build a you know more infrastructure to 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 make that work better Mm -hmm. however if you're on on one of the streets that has it in new york or i tested one in providence it's it's amazing i mean the the speeds are are mind-blowing it's just not viable in the sense that if you live like i was testing one so i would the tower was 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 on the telephone pole Mm -hmm. the apartment building right next door you can look out the window and see it didn't get it Gotcha. Okay. So, because it couldn't because it penetrate. Penetrate. It was a, it was a brick building. Yeah. Okay. So Verizon is sort of leading the way in these like gigabit speeds. Yeah. Then. They they have the most cities mm-hmm. right now, and they have the lo- largest deployment in the sense that there's a there's a they're they're building out a big infrastructure. Mm-hmm. It's just extremely limited right now. But so let's say I'm an AT&T customer. I'm, I'm not going to be able to take advantage AT&T of AT&T has nothing at the moment. Yeah. So even if I live in a city that has Verizon 5G speeds right. in very select locations as a customer of a different You're not gonna, carrier, right. I'm not going to get it. The same thing with T-Mobile. So T-Mobile's rolling out this nationwide 5G. Obviously, you need to be a T-Mobile customer yeah. to use it. Yeah. And that sort of brings me to my next point, which is in the midst of all of this, all of this 5G rollout, and it different carriers rolling in, rolling out the, their networks at different times in different locations, we then land on the Sprint T-Mobile merger, mm-hmm. which, while not yet approved fully, was approved by the FCC. It's still lagging for some yeah, state attorney a, generals. there's a bunch Attorneys of... Attorneys general. Yeah, like, I don't know, 10 states, I think, were... Something they're like they're raising issues and, you know, they're holding it up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what how that all shakes down. I mean, it, it certainly seems as though it will be approved at some point. Sure. And that means that AT&T and not AT&T and Sprint, I'm sorry, T-Mobile and Sprint are then going to combine their resources, yes. combine their Their spectrum technology. is the biggest thing. Yeah. So uh, Sprint has a two and a half gig 
uh, 5G. So uh, T-Mobile's, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> break t- it down. T-Mobile is using a 600 megahertz spectrum. Right. Sprint has in place in some cities, only a handful, a two and a half gig spectrum, which is obviously wider and faster. Of course. However, Sprint doesn't have the resources to bring that to the whole country. Mm-hmm. T-Mobile doesn't have the spectrum to reach. So it combined. Sure. They could be, you know, a powerhouse. Yeah. What we're going to pay for that, that's the question. That's why the merger is being held up. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they can turn around and say, well, I don't know, we're doubling everyone's bill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the problem with all of these mergers is that, sure. you know, you need to make sure that there's no monopoly. I mean, it's not a monopoly in the sense that it's Verizon and AT&T. But, you know, you have to, they're looking, the people who are holding up the merger are looking at the consumer's interest. Sure. And, you know. And T-Mobile has made a lot of promises and they they do have at the moment, you know, one of the best priced plans and, mm-hmm. you know, relatively good service. It's not as strong as Verizon, but it's good. However, when you go from four companies down to three companies, you know, yeah. and, and you all of a sudden go from a really small uh, telecom to a pretty big one. Yeah. They would basically be on par with AT&T and Verizon mm-hmm. when they merge as far as like their subscriber levels. Yeah. You just don't know how that's all going to shake down. But Regardless if you don't know how that's going to shake down for the consumer, like you said earlier, it's going to mean pretty big things for their 5G deployment because when you're combining two... Absolutely. And they they fit like a a neat little puzzle (laughs) because T-Mobile has what Sprint needs and Sprint has what T-Mobile needs and it should come together as like Voltron and create this big thing. Yeah. Crazy. I guess that's what they're merging. I mean, mean, that's that's definitely part of it. The other part of it is that Sprint was losing money hand over fist. (laughs) Um, and before I let you go, Mike, in sort of our Outlook 5G on 2020 yeah. vision, um, when we are talking about 5G rollout, even decent 5G speeds, it's not for the whole country, even right. even for T-Mobile. They're not going to offer. I mean, 200 million Americans is a lot of Americans. Yeah. But like I said, off camera, it was two thirds of the country. That's still a full third of the country right. that's underserved. And... 5G has this huge, huge promise, especially for people in rural communities that are still operating on those 3G yep. speeds. Yep. Um, and the 5G rollout is going to mean really big things for them, but they might not get it yet. Yeah, and they—I mean, that's not happening in 2020. Yeah, that's probably not happening in 2025. I mean, let's let's be honest. They a lot of those places, as you just said, they don't even have 4G yet. Yeah. Whereas that's the old news to us. And there's also this huge issue that I also feel like I have covered extensively is that these more rural telecom companies that maybe aren't served by those big four or possibly soon big three companies are also going to be unable to have the, they're not going to be able to pay for the necessary infrastructure yet. That's why they originally had Huawei in their networks. And that's why there's this whole push to rip and replace. And that's being funded by the government. Mm -hmm. So who knows how long it's going to take to rip and replace that Huawei equipment or those ZTE equipment, any sort of these blacklisted companies. So not quite yet. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, Mm -hmm. but um, I mean, money rules. Yeah. And the money is located, centralized in big cities. And that's where these telecoms, Sure. They, they target, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these rural, uh, these rural areas can't afford to set up the infrastructure needed, mm-hmm. and the people who live there can't afford to pay what Verizon and AT and T and T Mobile and everyone else wants to charge. Yeah, you know, we pay. I pay a hundred dollars a month 
for my phone. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. And I'm, I'm lucky to be in a situation where I can. Yeah. Because if I can't, I mean, that shuts off so many opportunities that I need yeah. as a young person working in America. Of course. And unfortunately, you know, that's what happens in these roles. And, and the more you get cut off, the, the farther, farther farther back you fall. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a shame. Yeah. But um, I don't think 5G is necessarily going to solve all those problems. Mm-hmm. But I do think that 5G is going to be... A, a, it, so 4G, relatively short lifespan. You yes. Know, we got it in... I remember getting it. Yeah, right. 2010, 2011 was yeah. when it really started being now. You know, so eight, eight to 10 years later, it's, mm-hmm. it's already being replaced. I don't think 6G or whatever you call it. People are already talking about Yeah, no, they're talking about it. But Relax. I think, I think 5G will be here for a while. I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to... Like, this is going to be the platform for the foreseeable future. Sure. So hopefully they'll figure out a way to make it cheaper, to make it um, wider, and to, yeah. you know, really reach those areas that, you know, absolutely and desperately need it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Outlook fi- on 5G in 2020 maybe good if you're in certain places with certain carriers, but we'll be sure to, to keep covering it well into 2020. Um, biggest news, big updates. Mike, if you're out testing any more 5G equipment, sure. would love to have you back in. Thank you all so much for watching. And if you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you have any questions, comments about 5G rollout, be sure to leave a comment below. We'd love to see them. We'll get back to you and respond. Thank you so much again, and we'll see you next time.